and we're off. Hello, welcome to the second ever, uh, when it gets uploaded, I guess, because we've recorded two, but I'm going to upload this at the second one to space them out. This is technically the second ever episode of the Official Beast cast. Uh, I'm here with my lovely, uh, dearest friend, Smoke Sauce. Uh, you can find him on Twitch. He is what they call an endurance streamer, where he actually doesn't sleep, ever. <laughs> so, I guess if you want to introduce yourself a little bit, you can go ahead. Oh yeah. Alright, hey yo, this is Smoke. Uh, I'm probably most known for just playing, like, Paladins a lot. Uh, I play a variety of games, so I usually just play Paladins, Overwatch, Honkai Impact, Osumania. Uh, and occasionally a bit of Blade and Soul too. Uh, I do enjoy streaming stuff, so if you are interested in that, uh, any of the games that I mentioned, you are more than likely to expect to see them. So yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. Uh, no problem. So uh, basically, like, I would say Smoke is one of those streamers that, like, when you're watching him, he streams so long that, like, even just watching an hour of it, he does kind of the same thing for the entire time. So, for example, if you go, I'll have his link uh, when this podcast goes live in the description. If you go to his, uh, click on that, you'll see that his two most recent broadcasts uh, are literally almost, one's 24 hours long, almost 25, and the other one is 19 hours and 18 minutes long. And uh, he'll basically just play games for as long as he can until his body basically just gives out. So, if you want to just hop in every once in a while and watch, he's probably streaming 90% of the time, or, well, maybe. And also, speaking of that, when's your next stream, by the way? Uh, I did aim to stream later this evening, so that would be... So later this evening. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday, 28th of July. So, by the time this podcast probably goes up, you'll probably be streaming. Yeah. Alright, perfect. So, then when this goes live, if you want to go check him out, he'll probably be streaming. Uh, so I wanted to start out with something that happened yesterday. So I played with Smoke yesterday. It was kind of, well, I played with him the past few days. So I'm going to share my screen here. So I want, I wanted you to give your opinion because you did it on your stream. But I want you to give your opinion. I don't know if you can see my screen. Can you? There should uh, be audio. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, there should be audio. Uh, so we're going to watch this clip here. Let me get my OBS to the right screen too. All right, we're going to watch this clip uh, right now. Oh my. <laughs> Guys, not even trying to hide it. Are you trying to track this tower through the wall? A hundred percent headshots! Alright, Smoke, can you give me your opinion on that, please? What was the deal uh, with that? <laughs> That's a common example of a player who clearly doesn't like being stuck in bronze or silver or whatever and he's basically just given up on life at this point and given in his soul to the devil and decided to ruin the game for everyone he's in with. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people use stuff like that, even in like higher elo games. Uh, and then there's people that like call themselves pro gamers and yeah unfortunately they decide to keep up their reputation they resort to things like 
these kind of cheats, for example, just to give them the edge, just so that they look good or people that, you know, others can look to. And it's really wrong. And if you think it doesn't happen, believe me, it does. Because there was well, an example in the, Especially a guy in that on, game. Yeah. Yeah, because there was an example of a guy in Alliance Battling Arms. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was a really popular streamer of that game at the time and content creator. And he had about, what, 5,000 followers and subs and stuff. And then Which, for that he... game, was big, yes? Yes, that, that was like... I would say top 10 for the EU NA region. Um, and basically, on one of his streams, he his uh, OBS or whatever streaming software he used glitched out. And you know, like sometimes where you like reload the game, like for example, Paladins, and you still have the same window capture up, it will capture oh. the Steam overlay as well, even if it's disabled. Well, in this case, it uh, captured this guy's uh, cheat menu and all his uh, hitboxes and stuff that was like letting <laughs> him see enemies through walls and that. Oh and uh, yeah, everyone on stream could see it clear as day. And this was a guy that uh, was <clears throat> solemnly sworn that he hates cheaters and would do everything he can to get rid of them, and yet he is one of them himself. So It's kind of like that one... Know. Have you seen that clip? Uh, I'll try and find it real quick, and we can watch it on on the on the video here. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that clip? I'm still streaming my screen. Yep. Okay. Uh, girl doesn't realize she she has cheats on CS:GO. Oh, I think I've seen this clip. Have yeah. You seen, yeah, this one. Yeah, I have. Uh, Asmir showed me that, and we just laughed at so it like crazy. Dude, she's literally like, she's streaming, you can see her menu. Her menu. Dude, it, literally the same thing happened, but with this guy. He was like an Israeli player or streamer. Oh, I really wish I remembered his name, though. But yeah, he was one of those people that, I don't know. He, he had to try and uphold a reputation. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it back on. Yeah, the that's literally the same kind of um, <laughs> overlay that you could see on that other guy's uh, stream <laughs> she, that I was talking about. You literally see him through the wall. And then, where did she realize that she's cheating? Uh, is it right here? Hold on. Yo, you guys. Um, you, do you guys ever get that uh, that weird glitch in CS:GO where it shows your rank? That it shows everyone's rank. Uh, at this point, because she knows she's screwed. I I played the other day. I played the other day with Rock, and he got that, and now I have it. <laughs> Hold on, some of the comments are- Oh, they turned them off! No! What the oh, hell? Boy. All right. <laughs> Dude, so basically that same thing happened to that guy, but in, um, yeah? It basically happened to him, too? Oh, what is uh, that game, yeah. by the way? That game is that one game you used to play a lot, right? Uh, and uh, basically what happened was there was a licensing issue like the developers Red Duck or uh, it was partnered with Neowiz at the time uh, they had an end of license thing and they both basically split ways and because it was like originally developed in Korea you know there was like all kinds of you know red tape jargon and it <clears> meant that 
when they uh, gave like their licensing to at the time NMAS Entertainment, uh, it basically expired. So it meant that they were no longer allowed to publish that game. Ooh. So that meant in July 2019, the game's servers had to close. Uh, it was supposed to be re-released uh, yeah, in that. March this year. However, there's been severe delays. Uh, for unknown reasons, I guess. Maybe they want to polish it. I don't know. I mean, they promise that they're literally going to bring back the game as what we remember. <laughs> but with a few, like, extra things. But And you usually know, whenever really... developers say that, like in Call of Duty, it never is how it says it's going to be. Well, I mean, they did try and bring out last year a version of, well, their version of AVA called AVA Dog Tag, and it was horrendous. <laughs> like, for me, like, a game like that needs to have the right feel when you're, like, playing it. And that just, nah, that was not it. It was horrible. I hated it. Everything felt, like, clunky. Sure, it looked great, you know, it was alright. But I miss like the old UI menu, I miss like how the guns felt, how unique it was, and you know, it it lost its charm with the dog tag. So I'm hoping that they live up to their promise and, you know, bring back what everyone so eagerly misses, you know? Yeah. And so following into the cheating topic, how many cheaters like it just in any game, so paladins, whatever you I guess whatever multiplayer games, even Overwatch you could say. How many cheaters do you think you run into, like, like especially on Paladins, like, daily? Like, every single time you play for, like, those long endurance streams, how many cheaters do you think you'll get? Uh, I'd say during the weekends, it's particularly bad, unfortunately. But when I play on my main, which obviously has, like, the highest elo at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, around about high diamond master's elo, you probably run into them like one in every 20 games unless you're very unlucky and run into the same cheat uh, over and over. And usually... I mean, it isn't too likely, but you, well, me, since I've had experience with meeting them in other games and that, and, you know, even talking to some of them at some point just to understand what their thought processes are and why they would do such a thing. It's quite interesting, actually, because, you know, sometimes they're not even cheating against other players. Like, uh, for example, in AVA, there was a co-op mode where if you beat, like, loads of waves of robots or zombies or whatever, uh, you get rewards, like, from boxes. And normally that's extremely difficult, but some of these cheaters, they actually dedicated themselves to helping out the community like to help them earn the rewards and stuff in those missions like those kind of cheaters i had no problems with because are the people that have like mod menus and they're playing like with their friends on like old bo2 like like those people that would use bo2 mod menus like in game like are scumbags but then once you went into like a private match with your buddies and you like were just like getting out of the map and stuff like that's that's fun like that's how that's i feel like what they were probably made for but then like yeah, uh, well, the thing is, like, ha my look on it is, if it's used against other players or to acquire mm. something that they shouldn't have, so like a rank, for example, or like ruin other players' experience, that's when cheats are bad. 
If it's in a game where it's like co-op whatever and the game is it literally impossible where the devs haven't like balanced it properly and you know it's just to the point of being absolutely ridiculous like some of the AVA co-op missions and modes were understandable like I, I don't have an issue with that but it's like the moment they use their program to use against other players to ruin other players' experience, even if it's on their team or on the enemy team, that's where you draw the line. That's like, no, because I believe everyone should have a fair level and, you know, be down to the own player's skill to get yeah. somewhere, you know? Yeah, I get what you mean. But, uh, so when you're when you're playing against shooters, I'm assuming the most they probably play then are, I, I would assume are just hit scans then in paladins probably. Uh, well, there's different types of cheaters in paladins. There's people that use like aimbots, like whether it's a soft toggle or a, you know, full on like that guy <laughs> that we saw. Yeah, insta like. <laughs> yeah, so. The, I've heard rumors of people using a softlock aimbot where they've managed to, you know, like the aim assist on like console, like controller. Yeah, just it's very slight. Yeah. Yeah, there's people that have that for PC. Some well somehow made it so that if they hold a button down while they're moving around and whatever, and they shoot, it basically helps them track onto things. And there's a lot of people that use that, but don't say anything about it. Well, on console, I I, I mean, on console, like, I, I always say, like, oh, he's just using a controller, bro, he's so innocent. But, like, for, for actually on console, to be honest, there really isn't that big of aim assist. Like, like if you watch me play, if you spectate me and watch me play, yeah, I struggle against Eevee mainly. Like, even Maeve I can track, but Eevee's difficult because... I can only play on such a high sensitivity, and Eevee can move faster than that sensitivity, so I can't actually lock onto her. Like, if I even had aim assist, it, I would literally need full hard unlock aim assist, like Fortnite-type aim assist, where, like, the bloom just blooms her ahead. Because the aim assist in the game is very subtle, so it kind of just, it slows down, I think, very, very, very slightly slows down just a teeny, teeny bit whenever you're on, on like, a target. But on Eevee, it's just non-existent because she's just always moving so fast that even if I tried to lock onto her, it, it would be it would be impossible. The only oh, the only thing I can play that can counter Eevee is Bomb King because Bomb King's the only thing that I can play like with nasty AOE. Because or else like even even like Leon like where she can like do the, the you know the one two buckle my shoe BS bullshit. Leon just has to keep her distance. Yeah. And, and that's the win. thing. And that's the thing when if you don't have somebody near you though like if you're playing and like your healer or like your tank or something like that is not playing in the right position, and and it's a good Eevee that knows that she's just gonna run a train on Leon no matter how many like uh insta auto auto lock like abilities she has where it just instantly does damage to them you know like without mm. even aiming. You're not gonna be able to kill her if, if your team is not in position, especially if it's good EV too. Like that happened yesterday. Like that EV was pretty all right. So like just me as Leon when I couldn't get back into play. What that just, like, poker guy? Yeah. Hmm. It was just a, it was a little difficult because like I I was almost just basically getting spawn camp and it doesn't help when they're using freaking snow globe too. 
Yeah, right, where they just sort of like lock all your movements, so you can't yeah. like reposition to get like a wider yeah. field of view. And they get it, then they like get it twice. Yeah, he gets it at 50% and it does more double damage or whatever. That's kind of dumb. Oh, it's only the alt damage that does double. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but still it like... lasts less time though. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of nutty, I think. Yeah. A good Eevee is better than, like, good anything else, really. Uh, I don't know. I feel like good Leanne is currently better than a good anything else. Really? Leanne just counters literally everything except the tanks. And. Well, anything that has, like, a, a, just a mega shield, like, either, like, uh, Barrack, Nara, especially, Leon struggles against. Well, it's but... just that. Tanks can outlive Leanne's burst combo and basically kill her before the Leanne kills them in a 1v1 situation where they're both at full health. It's really tricky for the Leanne to win against those, especially if the tank uses like their utilities like shields and that. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, I think it's down to both the... Leanne player and the opposition player, but yeah. when it's a squishy target, Leanne just basically wins. Maybe snipers will have the edge of Leanne if it's long distance. But the, um, even then, with the eminence, where you can do like the, the what twelve hundred or whatever it is, one thousand. Yeah, that's true. But it's also dependent on what the rest of the team has, because yeah. often it's a case where alacrity just you know that's the go-to pick right now. So I have uh so I ha I have a question. So uh for your endurance streams, okay? When yeah. you're when you're streaming and you're and you're like when at first when you start streaming, do you plan on like going like all right, I'm gonna go for twenty five hours today? Like do you have a goal of how long you wanna go for or do you just kinda keep going until you literally just drop? Like sleeping? Uh well there's not really any plan, but say if I wake up on the day, I think right what have I got to do today, what have I got to do tomorrow, and then if the answer is, you know, just a free day, don't have to wake up till, you know, say that time tomorrow, then I can see, right, I've got this amount of time to do whatever, and then I sort of allow for a rough amount of time to sleep before, you know, something important that I need to be awake for happens. And then, whatever that time is in the middle, you know, that's just do whatever, so if i end up, you know, just playing a game or whatever, why not? Just stream it, you know? Just have some fun and try and bring other people in and have th let them have some fun too. And often it ends up, you know, being like 15 plus hours because, I don't know, I feel like Paladins is like one of those games for me particularly where I can just keep going and going and going. If I try to stream like Overwatch, for example, that's really difficult to want to play that game any longer than like three hours at a time. Yeah. But Paladins, I don't know, something about that game, I can just keep going. What do you, uh, between the two, what do you think in, in 2021 on this day, uh, on July 28th as we're recording this, what do you, which yeah. one do you think is better, Overwatch or Paladins? Uh, good question. I feel like. Aesthetically, I like Overwatch. 
And if it's me personally watching someone stream, I would enjoy watching an Overwatch stream more than a Paladin stream. However, saying that, I really enjoy playing community streams, whether it be with other streamers uh, or myself, playing with other people in the community, like on Paladins. I love that, you know. For me, that's really enjoyable. And I think because of that, Paladins has the edge of being the better game. And not just that, it's more suitable to an individual's playstyle too. Whereas Overwatch, you know, if the character's balanced in a certain way uh, against other characters that are balanced in certain ways, you're stuck with that, regardless of if you like it or not. Whereas Paladins, you know, you've got choice. If you don't like something, you've got a lot of choices on how to deal with that, you know? And then you can pick which of those suits your playstyle the best. And you just don't have that with Overwatch. So therefore, I think Paladins, you know, wins the better game. And I'll, I kind of, I kind of, the thing about Paladins right now is I feel like a lot of the characters have been kind of like, meh recently like their new characters especially like octavia and then vatu those two characters were like i would say two of the worst characters i think they've ever done in their entire lives like even uh... like, even tiberius was better than that like i actually i i when i when tiberius came out tiberius was actually fun to play like he was kind of nutty he did good damage and yeah, but with Octavia and like Vatu, like they're they do no damage, and then the only thing that's even good about either of them are their ults. Yeah, mm. that's fair enough. But I mean, I started playing on the same day Maeve got released, and I've seen a lot of different changes to the game over that time, and I can say that there's been characters that have been added that have been great additions and i can say characters that have been added which yeah they shouldn't have been added okay so, so so which ones do you think should be the ones that haven't been added well what you mean like they shouldn't add or shouldn't like like added? they shouldn't have added at that point like it would the game would have been better off without them and we could have went into like way better game without them right so very top of that list would be Leanne. The game does not need Leanne. Like, ever since that character's got released to the game, it's made the game way less enjoyable for playing any other character. Because it's just like, you know, you like playing, oh, you want to play Drogos? Oh, someone took Leanne. Oh, I'm screwed. Oh, I like playing Maeve. Oh, someone took Leanne. Oh, well, I'm screwed. Oh, I like playing Eevee. Oh, same story. And it's like, so many characters that are normally fun to play then you see Leanne on the other team, and then it's just like, oh, well, that's a shame. And then I feel like mm. another character that fits that category for the exact same reason is Zin. Zin should have never been added. That character is dumb, stupid, and I hate it. It's way too easy to play, and does way too much damage, and it's got way too much survivability, and it's just like, you know... Anyone with half a brain can make that character almost impossible to kill. They nerfed Guillotine. I used to love playing Sky, and yeah, Zen just hard count as Sky. Like, there's no no way of beating a Zen oh, yeah. as Sky. <laughs> uh, I remember Tribute wanted to talk about that back in like October. He was like, he, it was when he was still like, that was before he found Zen as, as his main. And he was like, oh, yeah. 
he was like, he's like, dude, I'm telling you, Sky is nutty. Like we, he was in a, a public match. He goes, Sky is just ridiculous. Sky is so nutty. I just can't handle it. I, I go, well, what are you playing? He goes, well, I'm playing Zin, but I, I just, I can't, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how Sky is just this good. I was like, dude, I guarantee Zin is better than Sky. He goes, oh, really? And so we went into a private match and we 1v1. And like the problem he, what he was having is first off, no illuminate. Second off, he was just letting Sky, he would, he would use all of his abilities because Zin, the thing is Zin is really good at running away. But you have to use his abilities correctly because if you just billow then dash and then you use your counter, you have nothing. And then if Sky's like there, you're done because you have nothing True. left. You can't even out damage her with that. Out dependent at that yeah, point. Because you need the you need the right cards. You need you just need a little bit of everything to go. You just need to have a little bit of game sense. And he didn't. Yeah. And I ran a train on his Sky. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then I I got him the right loadout. And then he started playing Zen more, and then yeah, he clapped out. Zen is one of his best characters now, but that's just because Zen's kind of nutty. I Especially... wonder how his Sky would fare against my Zen. Oh. <laughs> well, he doesn't. I don't know if he plays Sky anymore. He he. But to be fair though, that man grew like that man. I grew that kid up. Okay, I walk. He walk. I walked so he could run. That man is double my level now and double my playtime in the span of like oh, damn. Uh, not even not even ten months. I've been playing this game for four years. Well, with a lot of breaks, like year breaks. Yeah. Oh, but he played for 10 months straight and got double my playtime, double my hours, double my character levels, except for on Bomb King because he hates Bomb King. And, but I would say most controller players do. But I, I there's very few controller players that have a Bomb King my level, especially newer controller players. Hmm. I'd be quite curious to see how far he's come along, you know, since the last yeah. time I saw him. Well, I tried to get him to play, but he said he doesn't play Paladins anymore. He quit in May, and he's just been playing COD recently. But he's got to focus on his school because he his he has like he he's in a senior year of college, I think, this year. And he had apparently oh, said he had a lot of summer classes, like a lot of. What summer, about the cause... other guys that we used to play with? Like, what happened um, to them? Uh, so Tiberius, I don't exactly remember what happened to him. I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember Evie, Bewitching Evie, who changed his name to Boris Simp. So he plays the game, but he only plays with his girlfriend. I haven't seen them on PS5 or 4 or anything like that. But apparently he plays a lot with his girlfriend, and he only plays Vora. He think, I think he has like a level 80 or something. I think you can just look up his account real quick. Hold on. here. We can just go to... Uh, Bora's like one of those characters that's really easy to play. Yeah, like when, I remember safe. when Creepers was talking about like, like he's like, oh my god, thank you guys for making the best character in the game. He's my, she's my favorite character. Oh my god, and I was like, dude, come on. Is it Ivorison? Is it just Vorison? Maybe. I have no idea what his name is. That is, that's definitely not him. He's not in the EU region. I, I can't, I can't find him. Uh, hmm. But his his name's like Ivorsimp or I Ivorsimp or something like that. Here, I can turn on my PS5 and find him in a thing real quick. But anyways, I don't remember what happened to him. Um, who else? Uh, DJ Cersei. Uh, he was online yesterday, but uh, I don't know what happened to him either. He's kind of like I. A lot of these people I haven't talked to, uh, other than like Tribune and a few of them. Um. Let's see. Who else did we play with? 
Oh, the two Germans. Actually, the three Germans, technically. Oh, uh, Peggy Jacob, and... Jacob and all them. That, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen them in a while. Uh, So, I don't exactly know. I talked to Peggy because Jacob had been, like, like mega AFK for, like, the longest time. Like, hadn't even yeah. touched anything social, nothing like that. And I was like, oh, jeez. I was like, so what the frick happened to, uh... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, Jacob and I asked Peggy that he goes oh uh, basically some stuff with like some some people with I don't exactly know but basically got in trouble like uh. with, yeah with oh it's I simp Vora oh god I had it wrong okay there we go gives less play time than me by like 200 hours um See, when was the last time he played? Uh, he has not played once this season. Updated eight months ago. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. 44 hours on Vora. To be fair, though, he's pretty good for EV on controller. Yeah. But, uh, and then, so, uh, Peggy still streams a lot, actually. I I'm actually surprised he's not streaming now, but, um... Yeah, Peggy still streams a lot. I have no idea what happened to Pandora, though. And then, um, who else did we play with? That's trying a good to, question. Trying to think of some names. Um, oh, that Geo the Great Ape kid. You never really played with him that much, but you played with him a few times. Um, he He's, like, only, like, 13. <laughs> I didn't, He does not sound like he's only 13, but he's only, like, 13, so, like, he, like, I don't talk to him a lot. But, basically, yeah, a lot of everybody just kind of dropped off. Like, even Vora right there. Like, he hadn't played in eight months, apparently. He's, he played with his... The last time he played was eight months ago. Or updated it on Paladin's Guru, anyways. But... It's crazy. Uh, Tribute... I don't know. Tribute always... You could ask Tribute that question, because Tribute plays... that used to play that game a lot. He, like... That man... I would I would log on to PS4 back before I got a PS5, and I'd log on just to see like well who was on. That man would be on Paladins about the entire day, and man, we can even go to. I think his name is Bot Sell My TP now. Hold on. I he think could... I've seen that name honestly. Damn it! God. Hate having to turn my goddamn PlayStation on to fucking find uh to find people. God, that's so annoying. Okay, his name is Okay, it's it's like this. It's bots and then sell my T T dash. Not T O. God damn it! And it doesn't even keep it up there. There we go. Last seen a month ago. Yeah, look at this smoke. 
Yeah. When when we started playing with him, he had 50 hours. Oh, damn. 747 hours. Nice. Let's see what his ranks are. Did he ever hit Grandmaster? Or even Master? I can only see a Google tab at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only on the Google tab. Oh, oh, it's messed up. Sorry. Here you go. <clears throat> so, uh... It's Diamond 2. What was he in Season 4? Diamond 1. Doesn't wow, he's Diamond three. 1? Flat 2 and Open Beta. What do you play in Open Beta? <laughs> Ceres. I actually played a lot of Ceres in Open Beta, too. I don't know why. He was Diamond 1 last season. Uh, his most played champion, some, for some reason, was Barrett. But yeah, Zin... No, Zin was his most played. I don't know why... Like that. Uh, Zin was his most played, fifty-two percent win rate. Uh, one point fifty-two KD. What about season five? He played a lot of tank. I'm assuming because he just fills. And on and on ranked, especially on controller, everybody's just like, oh, I just want to play. I want to play Victor. He oh did boy. play a good amount of sky though. Season. Dang, that's impressive. Like, you know, for him to got so far in that amount of time, like, that's really cool, man. Yeah, he's I'm level 517. He's actually 300 levels above me. But if you do see him and, like, let him know that you told me about him oh. and just be like, you know, say that I'm impressed by the amount of progress he's made oh, in yeah. that amount of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I am. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to try and get him on the podcast here. But I wanted to play. He wanted to play COD with me a few days back. So I was going to see if he wanted to play before I leave this weekend. Got to go on vacation. I feel for sure I've seen that name before. Like, it, well, maybe he, he's on my there. friends list, or if I've seen him in oh, games. Oh, he definitely is. He definitely is on your friends list. But you might yeah. have seen him in games too, because he said that he 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 swears that because I, I I played a match with him back in like. February something like that one time or no it was like one day I played I was like all right I'll play a little bit and uh he he said that he swears up and down that he has played with you multiple times in that game I feel like I've definitely seen that name specifically in games 148 on support 208 on frontline 160 how does it compare to mine uh how do I do the comparison do I oh I just I guess I can just do this I can do yeah, just do a new tab. Uh, two thousand nine hundred sixty-two hours. <laughs> yeah, and then we can just do this. Um, so two oh eight on front lines, four hundred sixty on front lines, one forty-eight on support, seven hundred forty-nine in support. Oh my God, smoke! 153 on damage, 1,000 hours on, what well, I I didn't I I forget 1,042 hours on damage, 710 on flankers, 227 on flankers. Uh, his most played, your most played is Cassie, 173 hours, 2.25 KDA. Uh, his is, well this is lifetime. This is uh his most played is wait is that really your most played? Yeah it is. His most played is Zin with 55 hours, 1.54 KD. Ooh, how, how many 
compare Zim stats to mine, I'm curious. It's probably quite close. Oh yeah, Zim here, let's go to champions. Uh, okay, Zim. 55 hours played. Let's go to your Zim. Where's your Zim at? Zin, you have 55 hours played. Yeah. So he has 55, 48. You have 55, 0, or 07, sorry. Ooh. Uh, he has had 821,000 credits. You've had uh, 905,000 credits. Um, so that just means overall I've done yep. better, or the uh, games have lasted longer. Yeah, uh, credits per minute is, yours is 274, his is 245. Your KDA is 2.25, his is 1.54. You have 4,133 kills, he has 2,945 kills. You have 2,569 assists, he has 2,531 assists. Um, damage, you have 21,000,000... million. Or you have 21... 21.9 million damage. He has 18.3 million damage. Damage per minute, he has 5,485. You have 6,634. Uh, weapons, I don't know what weapon damage, maybe. Uh, you have, uh, yeah. Yeah, you have 18 mil, 18.1 million. He has 15.6 million. Uh, taken, you have 13,727,854. He has 13,679,000. 745. So he's taken less damage than what I have. And your deaths, he has had 2,741 deaths. You have 2,411 deaths. Ooh, your so win loss ratio, uh, your win loss ratio is 56.07 percent. His is 53.76 percent. Oh damn. Who's another character used to play? He used to play a lot. I see he's got a lot of games on Androxus. Does he really? Oh yeah, he played a lot of Andro. How many games does he have? Exactly the same as Zen. 258? He has 266 games oh. played on both Zen and Andro. Yeah, let's go to your Andro then. Oh god, where's your Andro even at? Right there. He has 50 hours played on Androxus, you have 123 hours. Uh, credits per minute. He actually has more credits per minute than you, but because he has less playtime, you have more uh, credits. Uh, he has 785,000 uh, with 258 credits per minute. Uh, you have 250 credits per, min or per minute at 1.8 million. Uh, and then your KDA is 1.91. His is 1.5, which is pretty good for Andrew playing crossplay on controller. He only has yeah. 2,767 2, 2, kills. Uh, you also gotta remember, like, the amount of higher elo games that I've played in comparison there is kind of crazy. Yeah, yes. <clears throat> and this is an average of over 601 games, whereas his is less than half of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I want to wrap up this segment real quick because I we got we got to move on we got we got to yeah. move on. Uh, okay, so our next segment. Oh yeah, what do you like to do in your free time when you're not gaming? 
Like other than uh, work? Probably just like watching other streams, maybe watching an anime or something. That's basically it, really. So you kind of just if... you kind of just vibing all the time. Pretty much. If I'm not playing something, I'm watching something, basically. Oh, and uh, so I already know what you do for work, but you recently just graduated from college, did you not? Right? Uh, yeah, it was a two-year event production course. So what exactly are you doing right now for your job? Uh, well, I recently got hired at local venue downtown, and I am now a venue technician. So I do all like, the sound and lighting and arranging like the stage for gigs and stuff for when like famous people want to come down and perform and it's really cool because i get to like meet all these like amazing performers and stuff and help them set up and like make them sound amazing and make them stand out <laughs> that's cool uh yeah for uh like have you met anybody like really famous yet uh well I haven't met anyone super famous yet, no, but I've met some, I'd say, moderately big names. But I've only done two <clears throat> nights so far. Uh, I'll be due to work on Friday and Saturday this week, though. Uh, both of which So you kind of work bands. weekends, then, I'm assuming, since it's events, and most events don't need to uh, yeah. it's It's basically Fridays, Saturdays, and or Sundays, so... Even though it's over three days, uh, I usually only work one or two of those days, just depending on which days are booked for events. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, I I must have been blasted when I was making this. So, uh, but this next question: If Smoke could move to any other place in the world for free and live there for free forever, where would he go, or would he even leave? Uh, I would probably like to live in the United States, mostly because everything in the UK is just so expensive. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous how expensive it is. Yeah. It's like, if you're earning even, like, a decent wage, that's barely just enough to, like, you know, keep your heads above the water. Like, it's stupid. And that's if you don't even own a car or, like, vehicle. So like if you did want to own a car and a vehicle and like run it and like actually still be able to enjoy stuff, you get you're gonna have to have a really really well paid job for that just to you know have a smile on your face without feeling like you're overworked all the time. That that's basically what it's like living over here. It's really tough. So with um with like uh. With, with like the United States though, the one thing that I would say is a drawback is, do you you guys get free healthcare there, correct? Um, uh, I mean, kind I of, like but you it get comes free medicines out of our wages. Right? Not, no, we don't. It oh, depends really? on what it is actually, because like insulin. Well, if it's prescription based, you only get free medicine if you're on benefits, like the universal credit system. Oh. Otherwise, you have to pay for the prescriptions. Because if you're, uh, well, the thing about insulin though is, I, I, in the UK, it's like it's it's just like a normal price of most medicines, I believe they said. But like in the US, if, if if you want insulin, it's like a thousand dollars. I have no idea why. Wow, we. Uh, but the thing is about our medicine is 
the medicine, like the pharmaceutical industry, basically the companies that own it, they decide all the prices. The government does, like the government can't really regulate it right now. It's kind of hard to because... Cause, like cause, that over here too. Yeah. So basically, a lot of our medicine gets so souped up to the point where you can't even like afford to even go to the hospital. Like, if you want to take an ambulance, for example, like, let's say, let's say you don't have a car and your mom has a heart attack or something like that. Like, if my mom had a heart attack, we live about like f- not even three minutes away because we live in a small town and our hospital is about two minutes away in a drive in a car. It's about a minute and a half. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for an ambulance, since it's going to be speeding going to take about 30 seconds to get there because it's going to be going like 70 down because it's right on a freeway a hospital take comes right off of a fast road so they can go really quickly if i don't have a car and my mom is like having a heart attack or something like that and i need to get her there asap and i call an ambulance it's going to be for that 30 second car ride like four grand just for the ambulance even if they do nothing to her even if they like even if she just take gets the ride from there like it would almost be you'd almost be better off actually just like putting your mom on your back and sprinting to the hospital call, like an uber or like a taxi the thing is though we live in such a small area right now that uber and taxis don't really exist we have a taxi yeah. guy but i don't know what time he works it's not very well known basically you, you the only way to get to the hospital if you don't have a car is either walk or have somebody there can, that can drive or take an ambulance and if you take an ambulance it's gonna be like four thousand dollars yeah that kind of sucks yeah so, but honestly, if you live in a bigger city, you'll be fine because in a bigger city, uh, for example, out here, you're not going to make as much money like uh, in Minnesota where I live. But if you live in somewhere like California, it's going to be a higher cost of living, but you're going to make a lot more money, a lot more opportunities as well. True. But even in Minnesota, like if you go to Minneapolis, uh, which is our biggest city, well, kind of. That's where Raven city. lives. He lives in Minneapolis? Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, the Twin Cities is what they're called, um, he lives, he lives just a few hours away from me then, uh, basically in the Twin Cities, though, they have all that stuff like Uber, and people make more wages than us, but out here, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, especially, like, when people, all these billionaires and millionaires, they all move to this place called Montana, it's that state that has, like, a lot of trees where Yellowstone National Park is, and it's big and mountainous, and it's beautiful, thing is, it's so beautiful, and it's so awesome to live there, but it is so expensive to live there, that, if unless you actually make like seven figures a year you're not going to be able to live there uh like in the beautiful places there's places like bozeman and like uh livingston which are smaller bozeman is pretty big now but like livingston that's Sounds a smaller like cambridge <laughs> but basically what cambridge is over here like unless you're super rich or like you're like a university student you know well, even You're in like really even in like the bigger cities, like there's some bigger cities that I just I don't know why anybody would ever want to live there. Like New York City is the worst city to live in. It is so polluted. The people are so rude. It's so expensive. There's a video. I don't know if you you probably have not seen it, but it's called it's called the 700 foot square apartment. And literally, the guy has enough room to open his door, flip down a retractable bed that sits in the wall, and then he has a TV above his door. And he has a little microwave on his shelf. And that was $1,000 a month in New York. Dang. Yeah. New York City is awful. It is the worst thing ever. Minneapolis is a little better, but Minneapolis also has a really high cost of living. Uh, I, I, I doubt Misa, or not Misa, fucking Raven, probably actually lives in Minneapolis itself. He probably lives in a suburb 
because the Twin Cities is what they're called because it's Minneapolis-St. Paul. They have like 50 suburbs to the point where Minnesota's population, 50% of it lives in that little like 100-mile radius, not even 100 miles, 50-mile radius, and then the other half lives scattered around the entire country. Or not country, the uh, state. Mm. It, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, the... Uh, the states are pretty fine though. If you you gotta pick, you gotta know where you gotta go though. You, you can't just like be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go move to Los Angeles. That Los Angeles would be awful. If you're gonna move to yeah, California, you'd that's rather awful. go to. If you're gonna I would move never to, go to California, you'd have to go San Francisco if crumble. you wanted to. Where would you go? I would rather not have my house crumble with the you know. Yeah. Because it's the right on that fault line. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you go then in the United States? Do you have like a little region that you think you'd go? Uh, I mean, I would probably go near where you are, honestly, because it seems like, you know, yeah, it has harsh winters and whatnot, but geo like geographically, it's most ideal, I would say, because it's not too hot most of the time. You don't have, like, what, tornadoes and hurricanes? Every once in a while we'll get tornadoes, but we haven't had a nasty tornado in our area for a while. And most tornadoes that happen, they're, they usually, they don't, they don't even touch the ground, so. Yeah, exactly. But Tornado Versus... Valley is, like, just right under Minnesota. Like, you start going, the farther down, like, pat, like, in middle of Nebraska, I think, which is, like, from where I live is about, middle of Nebraska would be, like, a five-hour drive that's where tornado valley starts where they get all those tornadoes and like kentucky and all that because their land is actually so much more flat than ours like minnesota's land is flat but we have so many lakes and so many trees that a lot of the tornadoes they get they kind of get killed really quickly I mean, what they like get dispersed yeah and they get dispersed but when you go down there it's just flat land with a lot of nothing so the tornadoes can kind of just run a train and have nothing really stopping them yeah. Especially when you have that south, they have the western wind, uh, which is which is really crazy because uh, I don't know if you know about like the Area Fifty One, like the Nevada testing base where they tested all the nukes and all that in Nevada, which is on the west oh, yeah. coast. It, the government or the people that were designing like where to put the location, they told them they said, "Hey, we should put it on the east coast because the wind goes west to east." So basically, then we wouldn't be spreading nuclear, uh, like nuclear, like you were even watching that video, the strontium ninety, where it was getting. Yeah, we were watching that video yesterday yeah. on stream, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, the strontium ninety, the strontium ninety is in everybody's bones now because of the the west to east wind because they put the testing center almost as far to the west as you could put it. So basically, whenever they drop a nuke, it would all, all the strontium ninety would get put up into the wind and it would just disperse across most of the United States. <laughs> well. I <laughs> I guess it was just cheaper for them to put it there. Well, yeah, it was just... also closer to their uh, military bases and, like, their weapons facilities, so they could get the nukes done way quicker. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, living in Minnesota is... can be boring, unless you live... It's 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 a little crazy. I'm assuming since you live... What do you, where do you live? You live... Where do you, where do you live in the UK? Uh, southwest near Bristol. So it's is it, quite nice. Is it is it kind of is it kind of big though? Like it's a bigger city, right? Correct. Uh, the town I live in is—I wouldn't say it's huge, but it's just like I don't know—is moderate-sized an accurate description? So do like, you think, it, like do you have like traffic backups and you have a lot of people and stuff like that though? 
Yes, but okay. that's basically everywhere in the UK, regardless of where yeah. you live. Just because it's very overpopulated for landmass. If you uh, if you do uh, if you do ever move to the United States, uh, if you move to Minnesota in particular, I'd recommend living at least close to this uh, to the Twin Cities because uh, the thing is, a lot of the people out here are very uh, uh, what's the word? They're very hillbillyish, and they don't really like new people. So, oh, yeah. so you're better off moving closer to the cities where there's a very large group of people. Also, during the near the cities, uh, if you don't go into the like, you can go into the cities, but if you don't like live in the cities or like walk downtown and stuff like that, you're not gonna get like killed or anything like that. Like everybody's like, don't go to the Minneapolis, you're gonna get shot because of the BLM and all that BS. But like, no, that doesn't really happen as long as you're like, you just like, you just if you just are like chilling and you don't like do anything stupid, you're not gonna die. <laughs> But I mean, that's basically like that everywhere. everywhere. Like, yeah. everywhere's got risk. Because, I mean, UK you, you, has got, like, one of the highest rates of knife crime in the world. Yeah. And then the United States has one of the highest gun rate crimes. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're going to get killed. You have a risk of getting killed regardless of anywhere. But uh, some other good places to live, I mean, uh, other than the hurricanes, Florida would be perfect to live. I mean, it's just always pretty chill other than for wow. like, a month in the summer where it gets really hot but then you gotta remember another problem with florida geographically is the geology of the area yeah so basically underground of florida is a lot of uh sedimentation mm -hmm. and particularly what's bad about it is on the lower levels there's a lot of like soft rock like sandstone for example and on top, you've got, like, a hard rock, which, you know, I don't know exactly what material it is. But what happens is when it, like, rainfalls or, like, when they have, like, farmland and agriculture and they, like, dig into stuff, like, mine, a lot of that soft rock gets worn away and eroded. And people above ground, they don't know. And then it's only a matter of time when the weight of the hard rock above sort of like slips gives way and <laughs> yeah and you get loads of things what you call like sinkholes and <laughs> yeah it can happen literally anywhere yeah. across florida at any time yeah uh, uh, I, florida though i just like having the hotter weather that's it would be nice but uh the one thing i do like about uh minnesota though is is sometimes like Oh, also where it's located, because if, if like if nobody if if climate change keeps going the way it's going, you know, and all that BS, and it's like everybody's like, no, we're not gonna stop climate change. We don't care. It's not real. And then like the polar ice caps and all that melt, you know. Basically, what would yeah. happen is the west and east coast would kind of get engulfed in water, and we'd have they'd all have to evacuate into the middle of the country. And property tax and properties would raise so high in the middle of the country that living in Minnesota is, like, dead center of the middle of the country. Like, you are dead center in the middle of the country. Yeah. You are you are the least likely to get any type of water damage, unless you live in the town that I live in. Uh, I'll show you some pictures, because uh, I'm on... I, I don't have it showed up, because I don't want to tell people where I live, but uh, it's this place. You can watch this in your own time. Uh, so, basically, what happened is... Uh, here, I'll do... Yeah, I'll do this one. Basically, what happened is we have a river, okay? And yeah. it snowed a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot, okay? And when it snows, when it melts, you know, when it gets warm, 
that water kind of seeps into the ground and then it, it has actually, to go somewhere it, and it, yeah it usually just goes right into the ground okay and then if we get a good amount of snow sometimes there'll be big puddles you know and stuff like that for for a few weeks what happened in 1997 in the town i live in uh, everybody had to evacuate and they ended ended up having to move a residential area on top of a hill because like on top of this gnarly hill too but what ended up happening is it kept raining and raining and raining because what happened is is it was snowing so much that when the temperature finally rose be above 32 degrees uh, Fahrenheit or zero degrees Celsius, the, it stopped turning into snow. Okay, so then it started just becoming rain, and as the rain's melting or as the snow's melting and it keeps raining and raining and raining and raining and it doesn't stop for like weeks, it ends up becoming so much water that pretty much 80% of our town was flooded and they were having to um. They were having to sandbag like any type of hills and evacuate people like far farther to the west of our town up up on this big hill. It was freaking crazy. I I wasn't alive for this, but uh yeah that that was nutty. Uh, it, it, it it's a long video, but it's pretty interesting. Um, so I have a few more topics, but you you seem to know a lot about uh, U.S. geography then, huh? Did you take a U.S. Geography course or something like that in college or high school or something? No, it's just I used to be fascinated when I was younger by geography in general. So I like to like learn about like different places across the world. So, and so you, you like, kind of have an idea of what Minnesota's geography is like then if you did ever move here? Uh, yeah, it's mostly like uh, pine forests and like evergreen forests and stuff. You're, uh, you're half you're half correct. The northern half is pine forest. The southern half, where I live, is uh, hilly flatlands. So a lot yeah, of I was agriculture. About to say a lot of hilliness, and there's a few like, I would say slightly mountainous areas. It, it kind of looks like the UK because the UK doesn't really have any mountains. It's just kind of hilly, correct? Like a lot of the, lot of the well, not big cities. Right where I live, like near what they call like the Mendip district, like that's the whole like hilly region, and that area particularly you know affects like the microclimate of our area specifically because we get like a lot of westerlies come off like the atlantic and as like the atmosphere like moves over the mendips region you know it affects how like the rainfall and stuff happens like further inland and i don't know if you know much about like precipitation science just a little bit, but, not a lot. But yeah, basically, depending on like the land mass and the heat of the land underneath, and mm -hmm. how it's sort of like the airflow will depend on where and how much the rain will fall. And my town, in particular, is located in a w way that we tend to get less rainfall than surrounding area of around us. Uh, which is really nice, actually. But, you know, when it does rain, it does rain. And that's usually when the clouds are, like, absolutely massive, where it's, like, big but, storm front. Yeah. Like it was today and yesterday. Is, is that also <laughs> the same reason why the UK is always kind of cloudy, too? Uh, well, sort of. you got to remember, like, a lot of the energy comes off the Atlantic and that's like pulling a lot of moisture in and because the I don't know if you know uh, about the Gulf Stream 
Do you know yeah. much about the Gulf Stream? Okay. So that's like a big sort of like current of air, like consistent air in the atmosphere, like, you know, high above where like most of the clouds are. We, we in the US call that the jet stream. Yeah, it's also the jet stream uh, over here too. Oh. But the reason why it's called the Gulf Stream is because uh, the area of where it comes from, for us particularly, is from like the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, and you get that stream that blows up and it blows east and up. East, yeah, east, so east. this particular chain comes uh, <laughs> from the Azores region, uh, which is like West Africa, and then it blows uh, west across the Atlantic, and that's like, you know, where you, like, all the hurricanes develop and hit, like, Florida and the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And then it then takes a turn back into the Atlantic again, taking a northeast approach. And it will do like a, um, I don't know what makes it best to call it, like a curve. So it go up and then down and then up again. So it hits sometimes like Iceland uh, and it will go as far down as like Spain. And then oh, back geez. up either over or below the UK. It's quite flexible um, around this part, but if the Gulf Stream is below the UK, we get a lot of cold weather because it means we get a lot of Arctic fronts come straight down from the north. Whereas if the Gulf Stream is above the UK, we get a lot of warm air currents like we have for the past like three weeks, and that brings a lot of moisture in uh, from like Spain and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It, it basically that's how it works well weather's been kind of nuts recently like in the united states too like right now we're in heat uh excessive heat watch it's gonna feel like a hundred and something degrees today uh yeah and, but it's only gonna be 99 but uh I, my friends down in florida i have a few friends down in florida and they said in jacksonville where they live um it has been raining for almost a month straight now like very oh, few like a little little bit of quitting like it would quit for like a few for like an hour or two and it would start up again it has been cloudy and gross and they've had a lot of rain but luckily down there a lot their cities are are prepared for like flooding you know so for like yeah. hurricanes and stuff like that so they don't they already have all the flood stuff set up correctly so like you know like whenever it rains a lot they the they have it set up kind of like a hurricane situation but yeah it's been it, like and on the east coast it's been really kind of it's been nice and cool like they've had it pretty all right like new york always has it all right but uh on the west coast though we've also had an excessive heat watch to the point where uh the the ocean is so warm by uh the california nevada area all that that fish are actually being cooked alive under the water dang yeah and uh so basically, uh, and then in Seattle, Washington, which never usually, I have, I have family out in that area, uh, which never usually gets above like 90 degrees in the summer and, and never really gets below like 30 degrees. Uh, it got like 110 degrees last week there. Yeah, that sounds like it was in the UK like past two weeks. We had like a major heat wave as well. And oh my, I tell you what, like it ridiculous, absolutely. Like my first day of work uh, last week on Tuesday, it was like 
it broke so many record temperatures around the country. Oh yeah, like, Seattle did too. It was just ridiculous, and I was working that day, and I had to like set up like a really heavy like lighting truss. I see if I can find a picture of it for you. And yeah, well, it was just me and this one other guy, and we were just like doing it, and like the lights and stuff were so heavy. And uh, um, uh, but the thing is, it, it it broke Washington's records, but it didn't break any national records because the thing about having a national record being broken for heat. If it isn't, it ninety percent of the time it's usually in Arizona or Florida because Arizona is a desert and Florida is just so far down that it's just hot. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it's really hard to break national heat records. Now national freezing records, on the other hand, you would think Alaska would have that because they are the farthest north. You know, they're all the way up at, by Canada. But oh, yeah. Minnesota, I believe, actually has the highest low temperature or the lowest temperature ever recorded in the United States, if I remember correctly. Oh dang. Oh, I geez. sent you a picture. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's really heavy. Like, the actual frame itself is less weight than those large, like, moving lights underneath. It's yeah. nice because the frame itself is made out of, like, aluminium, which is yeah. a very strong but light material. Mm -hmm. But because there's so much of it, obviously, it's still really heavy. Like, uh, I can lift the thing, but it's like, I can't lift it very high because I'm not hugely yeah. strong. Can you explain to the viewers uh, that are listening right now, like, basically, like, what it looks like? Uh, well, it's like um, a bit of metal scaffolding. Uh, well, it's called a truss, uh, but you probably see it, like, in the theaters, what mm -hmm. the lights hang off of. That's basically what it is. So you got like a bunch of large lights and batons and stuff like clamped to it with like, you know, safety chains and that. Like it always has to have safety chains because if the clamps for whatever reason fail or they're not done up properly, you don't want like, you know, really heavy like 70 kilo lights just falling on someone's head on stage or above the audience because that's just not fun for anyone. That could probably kill someone. So we always have safety chains on them. Yeah. So I looked it up. What is the lowest temp recorded in the U.S.? And it's actually not in Minnesota. It's actually in Montana. It is actually in Rogers Pass, Montana. It was 70 degrees below zero. Yeah, uh, that's a no thank you for me. I would never want to live which, in an area that's that in cold. Fahrenheit. That's not even in Celsius, which I would believe it is like 100 degrees below zero in Celsius. But I can look up in Minnesota, what is the lowest? Oh, 100, minus 100 degrees Celsius is... No, it's not that. Uh, it might be... Well, here, I'll just do a Fahrenheit Celsius converter. F to C and I'll do... It's probably like minus 50 if I had to guess. Yeah, minus 56, sorry. I forgot it's like... I forgot once you start working backwards with Celsius, it... It's... It, yeah, it's like weird. You just gotta remember, zero degrees Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit, yep. and then 10 you, degrees Celsius is 50 well, degrees the Fahrenheit. Formula, the formula is really simple. It's just, like, I, I'm looking at the formula right now. It's just the Fahrenheit number minus 32 times 5 ninths. And that's Celsius. Yeah. But in MN, uh, the lowest ever temp is close, 60 degrees below zero. Oof. But that was in 1996, so you're not, you, you, yeah. In 2020, yeah, the, the lowest, 
It, ooh, smoke <laughs> age reveal. Uh, no, the lowest temp. Don't fear not though, because the last year the lowest temp Fahrenheit was negative twelve. Uh, mm-hmm. so I guess it would be like, oh, I don't know what that is in Celsius. I think in those lower negative numbers, aren't they pretty similar to Celsius? Uh, yeah, it's like minus. I don't know. I I don't have a thermometer next to me to check. Okay. Um... And also, the thermometers over here don't go that low usually. Yeah. It's only like minus ten degrees Celsius. It doesn't go any lower than that. Yeah, negative twelve rare. is actually negative twenty-four degrees Celsius. Hmm. Fahrenheit. Because well. That's why I got confused, because that's why I said negative numbers are weird. Because once you start getting to that point, eventually Fahrenheit numbers start passing uh, the Celsius numbers at like 40. Yeah, so so what happens is, is the way the equation is set up, okay, is basically 40 degrees, negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit is negative 40 degrees Celsius. It, it, it evens out at negative 40, and then anything past that starts going, starts getting above it. Like, it starts getting above Celsius. Because Fahrenheit is just... It, the unit of measurement it is in, it, are, it is in is, like, just a little bit bigger than uh, Celsius, I believe. But I think Celsius works a little easier because, like, zero is freezing and 100 is melting. <laughs> like, hmm. that, that's, that's easier to remember than 32 and 128 and, like, you know, like... I don't know. I guess... I, I, if we went to Celsius, and I just it, it would just take me a few years to convert, but I think I could do it. But uh, okay, I'm well, I'm oh I'm almost done with our uh, with our stuff. I only have oh first off, I don't know if you heard this, but <laughs> I don't know if you've been following like the whole PlayStation stuff going on, you know, like where it's been scalped, like the graphics cards and all that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people that do that nowadays, sadly, and that's across all kinds of technology. On the PS5, the PS5 has now sold 10 million consoles, okay? Yeah, and and one of those numbers isn't me, because I don't have one. (laughs) Uh, One of those numbers is me, though, because I do have one. But uh, somebody did a survey or something like that, and... Like, they found out, like, when they did the survey, that they believe, if their numbers were correct, that 75% of the 10 million sold is actually not even out of a box yet. It's on, it's in, it's on somebody's eBay page, probably. Hmm. Like, that's how, that's how big the stock, so 75% of 10 million, so, like, 7.5 million consoles are not in the gamer's hands. It's in scalper's hands. But, I, like, those scalpers, and what they do is it's so cheeky, too, because they do, like, they set up, like, entire bot algorithms that, like, change their IP addresses a million times because you can't buy more than one on the same IP address. So, these bots will literally buy thousands of them and buy them on, like, so many different IP addresses, and, like, they'll do it so quickly, and it's just, like, how are actually real people supposed to get mine? Or get one. Like, the only way I got one is because PlayStation ended up is doing a new thing where... Members who have been, if you've had a PS, uh, an account, so a PlayStation Network account, for more than five years, you will eventually just get randomly selected to buy one, and then, and then on a certain date, you can buy it. And even 
I, it was literally, this is how many people were buying it. I clicked it. It was at 2 o'clock my time, uh, two, in, 2 in the afternoon my time, and it went live. And I literally clicked it as soon as the clock hit 12, the page reloaded, and I was 1.7 millionth in queue to buy one. Dang. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they got even some, maybe if some of these scalpers still even got into there, or maybe that was actually just gamers too, but there was a lot of people in front of me, and they only had 5 million in stock too for that. And I think they probably sold out all 5 million, if I, I would assume so. But. Yeah, they probably that was, did. That was their biggest stock drop. That's crazy. Yeah. So the final thing I wanted to talk about, though, we're gonna we're gonna come we're gonna swoop all the way back to Paladin. So if Paladin's ever created a new esports scene, would you do it, Smoke? Would and if so, and if you would, follow up question to that. If you say yes, who would be your dream team, as in players? Uh. I mean, if I got paid to do it, I mean, probably, sure. I mean, you know. But I think the main overall problem for it is just Paladins isn't really a competitive game for esports. Like, it's hard to explain. I, it's too much of a casual game, and when they try and balance it for all-rounder, all it ends up failing in multiple areas, I mean, as you've probably seen, because several times they try catering to the casual players, the pro scene players absolutely hate it, and when they try to balance it around pro scene players, the casual players hate it, and when they did half and half, everyone hated it. So it's like, it's really hard for them to get the right balance in the right areas, and I think if they're going to make it like an actual proper full-on esports tournament, I think the game, first of all, needs to undergo a lot of polishing first. Yeah. And they need to, they need to like, update they the, the banning the system too. Yeah, the banning mm -hmm. system is scuffed. I think instead of one person deciding to ban, they should do it Rambo 60 style, where like the, the entire character sheet is open. Everybody picks a character and if more than one person picks the same character then it, and it counts as two votes to ban that person off so the entire team can go oh we want to get uh we want to get bomb king out of here all right all five players click on bomb king and then that counts as five votes towards bomb king oh one guy's like wait i want victor so then it goes four to one you know but since they still have the majority they get bomb king banned i think that is mm. the perfect way to do it isn't that how they do it in Overwatch too, if I remember correctly? Do they even do banning in Overwatch for esports? No, there's no banning in Overwatch. But in Rainbow for for uh, competitive esports for Rainbow, um, yes, the banning system works as all players get to choose who they want to be picked, like to get out. So if you're with a team and you have team communication, you're like, all right, we really need to get Maeve out this game. Like, let's 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 ban her, and then everybody clicks on her, and boom, she's banned. Instead of one dude being mm -hmm. like, who am I gonna ban? Oh, I want a Viv I want Vivian Ben. I had a bad game with her last game. You know, like it would, no more of that would would happen with the new ban with that new banning system, like with the Rainbow Six Siege banning system. You know what I think they should do? They should have since it's a five v five game and there's like way too many characters and paladins right they now as it is. I feel like each player on both teams should get a chance to get ban a, one get a ban. That, that so would, what that. it should be is when the first two players get to like start, 
each of the first two players picks one champion to ban, and then they first pick a character. So that's basically starts off one ban per team, one character pick per team, and then it goes the next two, the same thing, one ban per team, which comes up to two bans per team total at this point, and then they get to pick the second character, and then so on and so on and so on. So by the end, you get five bans, and then you have the full team. So that way, when people want to like pick priority characters, they really have to think, right, what's important to pick, rather well, than just, you know, throw pick with the, some the, random character. The one thing that I think is is with that system though like i think everybody should be able to ban but it should go down a line so you ban then the enemy bans then the second person bans and the second person bans and the third person bans and because if you let if you have the first two people ban and then they get to pick a character they can probably pick a character that was going to get banned you know so i think you need to get all the bans out of the way right away so you can't play them the only thing is i feel like there should be a limit you should not be able to ban the one team should not be able to ban five tanks and then have the other team ban five tanks because I'm pretty sure that would be all the tanks. Yeah, but that's exactly why I suggested my method because, you know, it makes people think carefully about what they're banning and what they're picking. It so could work. Way, yeah, it would work yeah. a lot better than the one they have now, but it, it works. It, and it, it won't... You, it, it will end up won't be like all the tank spend or all the support spend because if people are smart they would have like each of their roles selected or most likely to get banned roles selected early. Well, I think they should for like I know yeah, I know people would hate it and I know they try to even like in Overwatch people also hate it so much that they even have like fast lanes or something like that for like getting into matches if you play support or tank or whatever. Uh, priority but, pass with flex yeah. cues that is. Yeah. yeah. But in, in Paladins, I think they should force people to play character. Like, if, if you have four, if you have two tanks, and, and then you have two damages, and then they're like, oh, I want to go, I, well, I want to play Vora. They should force them to not be able to play flank or damage or tank. You have to play support. If there is no support, like, just for support. Because tank, you know what, you can play a lot of combos without tank. But without a support, it is really hard to win, especially ranked games when people are sweating. And so well, I think do you want to listen to this idea? Like, I earlier, like, say a year ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, GG Hash, and we both came out with this amazing idea that we think that, you know, they should implement. So it would be like a secondary ranked mode of a different rank queue and rank, but actually have it be like, you know, a true test of skill. So when you queue into it, regardless of how many characters unlocked you have or not, it will select any of the characters in the game, regardless of if you own it or uh, not. You it it auto-locks it. it for you to force you to play it? Yeah, so it will be oh, a specific... Oh, dude, that sounds actually fun. So you don't know what role you're going to be queued in as. And it forces and... you to get good at all the roles. <laughs> That's... Yeah, so it will basically rank you on how adaptable you are and how good you are at communicating with your the team is, and winning the thing is though there's one issue with that is 90 percent of the players will never play that mode be, you know, that ranked mode especially because 40 percent of the players don't play ranked so then the 60 percent that do they're like well fuck this i want to just play damage all the time so then they're gonna a lot of them are just never gonna touch that mode yeah, so, but yeah. then this is where the second part comes in, where the rewards for playing this rank mode is really good. Where they have it still an goes towards your regular board. rank. It well, 
the regular ranked mode will have like a separate rank. So like you know oh. on Overwatch where you get yeah. a rank for roll queue and a rank for open queue. It will yeah. be like that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So you have two different ranks. Yeah. They should do that for paladins though, like where they have a, a role, or like a, a like a role uh, rank, where like whatever role you are, you have a specific rank for that. And if you remember, you know when on the champion select lobby, you mm -hmm. used to get like rank frames around people's names. Yeah. I f we think that this blind pick rank mode should give like frame borders around people's name. On based on their current rank at that time in the champion select lobby, because that would be something really cool to work towards, and yeah. it's something that you can be proud to show off and enjoy. And that would be a completely unique thing, and give make give people a reason to actually play it, because you know that's what got people into ranked in the first place back in you know 2017 with their old system. Was they see all these like really cool like frames around their characters and be like, oh my god, I want one of those too, and like get like, you know, platinum or diamond frame or even masters, <clears throat> and you know. Why did they take the? Why did they take out like the name frames? I honestly don't know. Like, who knows what heroes were thinking at that point? Like, oh, yeah, they also was... took out the ability to change like the head, the body, and the gun too. And that was like... Well, the reason for that, they said, oh, it would be too much work to do every single skin and every single combination, fix all the bugs and blah, 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 what? and give them more freedom of making more elaborate skins and stuff because of how, like, the bone structure works on the assets they've been using. I think that's kind of BS. Yeah, I mean, if it's really that much of an issue, just update, like, the assets and then adapt all the old skins around that updated asset that was so one thing that that was one thing that i really liked having with skins is i was like all right i'm gonna use like because for example yeah, golden bk I, I was gonna i was gonna do golden bk I, there wasn't a gold skin for him yet but i was like i was like it would be so epic back in the day before gold i was like i was gonna do cosmic bk pumpkin body and then do like at the time i was gonna do the uh the love king bombs because i like I like whenever you throw the grumpy and it goes like, it moans, it fucking moans when it explodes. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. And then they took out the yeah. feature to do that. I was like, what in the world? So then, so then it was just like, all right, well, I can still use the weapons, but like now I have to have this stupid pumpkin skin because the pumpkin's body's cool, but his head is stupid. Right. I, I used to like using the cosmic Drogos, but with the Terramorph like horns and eyes. Actually, Drogos so was one of my first ever played characters. I think... He it was like all blue and like had red eyes and red horns and it was so cool. They need to redo the cosmic skins honestly because they're so not worth it. Well the cosmic skins on their own are just garbage. That's yeah. just honestly straight way of putting it. Like the best thing about the cosmic skins was when you could like mix and match them and like enhance what you already had. That's what... <laughs> They were really good for. Well, I remember it. It was it, this was when the game was really like baby game still. Like it was just in its early infant days. I remember when they added when they they were like, all right, we're gonna start doing like a lot of skins now. Like we're gonna be pumping out chests like every week. I remember oh, yeah. I, I had a I I was like, all right, so I went and I used to get because how you had to get 
I had to get stuff on PlayStation because I didn't have a credit card. So I would have to get these PSN gift cards. And that's how I used to get things like all the time, like so much. So I got like a $50 gift card and I bought every single chest. And you, I, I don't know, maybe my mind is war like warping, but you could get duplicate items of things you already owned, if I remember correctly. Could you not? Uh, yeah, but then it used to give you essence for it. Yeah. So I ended up, and I'm, I'm not even kidding. I don't know what chest. I think it was the Halloween chest because I wanted the Bomb King skin. Okay. I spent $50 on that chest. And this was, this was, okay, this was like 10 or not 10. This is like 12 year old me. Okay. This was a uh, 12 year old little, little, little Jason here. Okay. He bought $50 on the, uh, to get the pumpkin skin. Cause I, cause I thought it was the coolest skin ever. And I ended up getting like 7 million or not 7 million fucking like a million essence or some shit like that. Because I had so, I got so many duplicates of stupid skins and then like, they, they even had, like, those skins back in the day that were just, like, completely the, the head of the skin that you could get. So then there's skins like the, the Halloween one for Ruckus, which now just has the regular body and has, like, the, the stupid little guy. You know what I'm talking about for Ruckus? Uh, little Andy skin. Yeah, little Andy. Th that skin's useless now. It's so dumb. Like, God, that pisses me off because, like, some of the skins were so dope. I remember I had the Cluck Cluck hat. I got it out of the skin. I, I got it for out the of strikes. the Yeah, for the yeah. sticks. I got that one. And then, like, and I was like, oh, that looks dope. I put it on, and I used to rock Strix with, and he just had the little cluck cluck hat. And I used to rock it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so epic. And then then they were like, yeah, we're, we're getting rid of the, the feature to just put on the head of bodies. I was like, what? Like, mm. I think they're old skins that they used to do. If they still made skins like that, like, like, with just small little voice acting, like, they didn't need, like, like, for example, Pumpkin still has the same voice actor, just he, like, he's like, oh, spooky, you know, like. Yeah. Like he, it, it, and, like, that's fun. But then, like, you have things like, like, the new one, like, the the Yasmin for Lex, or, like, the Pepper for Pip, where they're just completely opposite gender, Wait, completely I, different. I noticed, I think they got rid of Pepper skin. Did they, actually? I mean, I was looking for, um yesterday or whenever and i honestly couldn't find it wow um hold on let me it let could me just be a case of it being bugged because if you remember a while back a terminus skin called yeti or abominable yeah, whatever, yeah the abominable was, was it was like even though you had it it just you couldn't equip it because it didn't list in the skins list and it might be a case of that for pepper well even with that skin though i think the reason why they took it i, I think the reason why they took it out is I remember, I don't know uh, if it, it's an audio, I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know if it's because of the, they changed the voices, and the voices are specific to certain characters, you know, like mm -hmm. certain skins, that could be why, but for some reason, whenever you would alt, like with the Omega Makoa, when that came out, and whatever Terminus skin it was, if it was the Abomino or whatever, you would not hear the alt cues, you would not hear the music, the, the alt or anything. All of a sudden, you would just see a Makoa running at you with a big ass fucking like, like metallic <laughs> like electronic hook. Just and he had like a little like thing like the little buzz around him, like the where you could see it, you know. So I I would be I'd be challenging like a Makoa, and all of a sudden it would just boom boom boom, and my health would start going down. And all of a sudden he's, he's swinging around a freaking anchor or whatever. I'm like, what in the world? And then with the Terminus skin, it was even worse because Terminus is uh alt is nutty. If you're not paying attention. 
and you're just sitting on point and Terminus is behind you and he alts and you don't hear once more I rise you're not gonna see it and boom you get clapped because the audio cue doesn't go off and you just oh, get do destroyed. you remember the old bug with Terminus where after he ulted he would be under the map for everyone else but for him he would just go around as normal no so but I just have an invisible Terminus killing I, everyone and no one I do remember I do remember uh, on console it happened too but not as often but if you were playing a direct X12 version of the game on on uh, on Steam back when it was only on Steam or whatever, or when it was on PC, when it's on PC, if you used uh, just Strix's flashbang, there was like a 50-50% chance that your screen would just like it would go white, then it would go black, and then it would come back. So the the freaking the the uh, the flashbang was like actually disgusting because it didn't last for like three seconds it lasted for like nine because your screen would go black and then fade back in yeah it did that to me all the time i hated it it was like it, so it, it would only happen a little bit on console and then they finally fixed it i think i don't know but i uh i don't use uh i don't use uh yeah i don't use strix too often even though he's a, i'm kind of nutty with strix he's my third most used character but Hold on, I'm checking for this pepper skin though. No, it's called Remix. It's there. Uh, it's called Pepper. No, it's just called Remix, I think. Oh, you mean the Strix skin? No, 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 no. It's a, it's for Pip. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, Pip. Yeah. Wasn't it called Pepper though? No, it's, it just says Remix right there. Really? Yeah, it's, it's there too. She's there. Huh. Maybe the, I was just very blind. The the refer friend though, I fucking hate that DS. I want that skin. It's cool. I like the gun, but like the refer friend is such a fucking bullshit ass thing because it doesn't work on console. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know anybody's gonna play Pip anyways anymore. The reason why. Pip I mean, I tried matter. Pip like yesterday, and it was. Mm, There's know, a reason why Pip, Pip hasn't gotten a skin good. since Pepper because, like, yeah. I mean, he can be good if you play him as support with the one where you shoot teammates of your weapon. It oh yeah, that one's like... good. But if you're trying to go for like, like, have you ever watched those old clips of like the old esports from Paladins, like back in 2017, when the only healer most teams would use would be Pip? Well, I never really watched. Uh... Paladins esports because it never really interested me. Oh, they used to use well. First off, other than flying BKs, which were disgusting, they used to use uh Pip a lot. But I watched uh Super Bounce was in one of them. It was in like the 2017 one. He was watching it because he was in it, I think, or something. I don't know if he was in it. But oh, he was a Paladin streamer back then on the Paladins game. Yeah, but anyways, uh, they uh the Bomb King. His, I just remember we were watching it. Like, I was watching a stream, and he was watching it. And they flip over to Bomb King because he ults. And he, he, he starts, Bomb King starts rolling in, okay? And he rolls in. He hits. I don't know who he hit. I can't remember. It, it was a tank, though. I don't know if it was a Nara or if it was Fernando or what. Or maybe even Barrett. But he hit a tank, and it was, it actually basically insta-killed him. Like, his, his, Bomb, I totally forgot, his King Bomb used to do 3,500 damage. Oof. Yeah, he used to be broken. Oh my god. But yeah, uh, I, I don't know. That 
So you you wouldn't do esports unless they paid you then, basically. But I mean, if you're winning, you're gonna get paid. Well, I've heard those stories of like like those teams talking about how like basically they got put up in shitty motels and stuff like that because high res wouldn't pay for them and they would have to be away from their families for weeks doing these tournaments and then you weren't even guaranteed money at the end of it and yeah like that was one reason why it mainly closed because a lot of the teams just didn't want to do it anymore hmm. but yeah so uh I, I guess i'm out of questions if you have anything you want to talk about you can go ahead then uh, i can't really think of anything i feel like we covered a lot of really interesting things today yeah well, we've been going for an hour and 32 minutes, so. Oh, dang. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was that long. I just looked down and I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, I guess this is probably going to be the closing of the podcast. Well, thank you, Smoke, for coming and just talking about random stuff with me, Paladins. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was Paul a good Lines. time. Thank you. Talking about <sighs> geography. Yeah. It was really cool. We learned a lot of stuff. I learned a lot of stuff, I mean. But. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, the third episode, well, it's already pre-recorded. I'm just going to upload it. It should be uploaded on Friday for everybody who's wondering. Uh, and thank you for watching till the end. And I will, or listening to, I guess, whatever you're on. And I'll uh, see you guys in the next one. See ya.